Welcome to the Dream It Real Igniting Your Inner Coach podcast, where we're all about reconnecting you with your inner power. I am your host, Melissa Lynn Sharp. All the answers that you could ever want are inside of you. This is not about positivity, it's about presence. That's where your power lies. Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we're covering a topic that was actually requested by a good friend of mine. It's actually one of the things that I am so fascinated with that I've studied it. Maybe studied isn't the right word, but I have (laughs) helped myself through this topic over years and years of struggling with it. And I feel like I've finally gotten to a place where I can talk about it and try and help other people through the same. And this topic is why we let our deepest fears hold us back. So I'm really excited to talk about this today because I feel like it applies to every single person's journey because I haven't met a person that hasn't struggled with this at some point in time. And I think it's this very thing that holds us back from genuine self-expression. And I would love to help you change that if that's your struggle. Now, I like to think about genuine self-expression as that person that you fantasize being, that person that you are in your imagination, but you're afraid to show the world. You might know something about yourself that you haven't put out there yet. Your outward expression to the world might be different from your expression that you are aware of inside. Now, if your imagination you is different from the you that you show the world, This might be a topic that you want to discuss with yourself, and this can be some deep work. This can bring up a lot of fear, and it can bring up a lot of things from your past, uh, false beliefs, stuff like that. So it can be really, really powerful work if you move through it. Now, in in an ideal world, there won't be any distance between who you are and who you would love to be, that imagination fantasy you. Ideally, that self-expression would be unified. So you would be, you would stand in your own power, essentially, and that's really what we're looking for. So in essence, today's episode is really about discovering what's stopping you from stepping into that authentic self and being completely you. Now, I'm not talking about having all your answers or all your questions answered because you're always, there's always going to be room for growth. You never want to reach that point where you're like, okay, I am perfect now. (laughs) There's always going to be a way for you to grow. There's always going to be lessons to learn and there's always going to be something for you to shoot for because we're here for personal growth. But at the same time, if you're letting fear and resistance hold you back and you're afraid of showing your truth self to the world around you, that's what we want to work on. So why does this happen? Why is this distance created in the first place? There are a few reasons. One of the biggest, especially, I I shouldn't say especially today because I think it's something that human nature, like we've always struggled with this. Um, But just in the world of social media, everything is becoming a lot more visible and tangible and amplified in that way. But one thing that holds a lot of people back is the opinions of others. That's a scary thing because naturally we seek acceptance. That's what we want. We don't want to be ostracized. That's uncomfortable. It's scary. It's embarrassing. It's, it could be any number of negative things. So we're naturally 
naturally drawn to just being accepted by the people around us. So their opinions can really have a lot of weight. And that can be either an opinion that somebody has expressed to you, or that can even be the thought of them having expressed that in your imagination, in your own thinking process. Sometimes that's all it takes to hold ourselves back is thinking that somebody might say or think a certain thing. And while we have no control over that, that still can be a big enough barrier to keep us from saying something or doing something or acting a certain way that would, in the end, be more in keeping with who we truly are. We can also carry around a lot of false beliefs from our past. We take some experiences, and in some cases, how we've framed those experiences. How we perceive some experiences to be isn't always how they were presented, and we're, me- we're not necessarily remembering them in the correct way. Memory can be faulty, and sometimes we don't remember things exactly how they happened. A really good example of this is remembering something from when you were a child, if an adult said something that we perceived to be mean, but really they were joking and we didn't understand that because it was two adults joking together. A child doesn't understand sarcasm, so that statement that was said between two adults and overheard by you as a child could be misconstrued in your memory as something cruel that was said when really it was said in humor and wasn't meant to be misinterpreted. But that one memory can become a false belief and you can frame the rest of your experience around that. So just be aware that not every memory is exact and not every belief is true. We live in a gray world, not a black and white one, and I'm finding that out more and more myself. Now, this isn't always the case, and sometimes we go through things that are terrible, and we have really traumatic memories that we carry around with us. This is another example of something fear-based that can really, really affect every decision that we make, and a lot of us carry these, and I, I would venture to say that very few people don't carry around some kind of, some form of traumatic memory. Another barrier that we can experience is an expectation of how we think think things will turn out. And this is another way that our imaginations can hold us back. And our imaginations are a powerful thing, but if they turn against us, or if we turn it against ourselves, then, you know, that can be a quite formidable foe. (laughs) This is also a pretty easy habit to slip into, because if we project our future and we say, this person's going to react this way, this trial is going to have this specific outcome and it's not worth trying because I'm safer here because this will probably happen, then we're definitely getting in our own way. And this goes right along with stepping outside of our comfort zone. That is a scary thing too. Again, we're safer in our comfort zone. We're safer when other people aren't judging us as much. When it comes right down to it, we are safer in the familiar. All of these things that I've just described are things that can work for us, for our personal growth, and help shape us and grow us into more whole people who have a whole life experience, or they can work against us and help us box ourselves in into a smaller and smaller box or comfort zone and compartmentalize and not move forward and put restrictions upon ourselves so we don't push through fear, but instead shy away from it. And that's just not a very constructive place to be. So let's work through it. As with many things, working through this requires self-awareness. And that's something that you can build like a muscle. It needs 
practice, it needs consistency. And with practice, you can become more and more self-aware as you start questioning things, questioning why you believe certain things, why you act certain ways, what was going through your mind before you made that certain decision. And the more you practice this internal thought process, the more self-aware you will become. And this gives you a lot of feedback, like your body gives you feedback after you drink too much, you get a hangover, or if you eat spoiled food, you know, bad sushi, (laughs) you'll feel sick. This is the same kind of feedback. Instead Instead of coming from your body, though, it's coming from your mind. The more you go inside and question why you do things, who you are, why you are the way that that you are, the more you use your internal guidance system, the more you can shape your future instead of just worrying about it. So practice identifying your limiting beliefs and questioning them. What's the real reason you aren't moving forward? This may seem overwhelming at first, but don't worry, it's it's not that daunting. Just one little bit at a time when you feel like it. Identify when you have a belief and question whether or not it's true. Where did this belief come from? What if it wasn't actually true? Ask yourself when you decided to accept this as truth. Sometimes that can point to a specific or significant uh, event that happened in our past, uh, sometimes all the way back to childhood. Again, we carry a lot from childhood forward because we're so malleable. And then ask yourself if it actually is true. A lot of things aren't true that we take as fact. So is it true or is it just your opinion? Is it your opinion or is it somebody else's opinion that was told to you and you accepted it as truth? A lot of things that we accept as fact are only opinion. That's something, if you take anything from this episode, take that. Make it a habit to question everything. And then when you accept something as truth, understand why. I think there's probably no greater self-empowerment than that. To give you an example of something I worked through in my own life, a few years ago, I decided that I wanted a tattoo sleeve, but in my family, tattoos were a no-no. Now, granted, they weren't as common back then as they are now, so things have changed a bit, but still not that much. My mom listens to every single episode of this podcast, and I'm sorry, mom, but I'm going to talk about this. I have always been fascinated with tattoos and their tribal origins, how different cultures have used them to express themselves over time. It's like wearing your life on your on your body. It's everything that you go through. I think they're very spiritual. They're very, very symbolic. I think they can help you work through things, emotional times in your life. And for me personally, every tattoo that I have has such a deep meaning and it's symbolic of a time that my life has changed drastically. And I couldn't be prouder of what I wear on my body. So for years, I would fantasize about being that person that went out and got a tattoo sleeve. I wanted it so bad. And I literally did not think that it was possible to have because my family wouldn't accept it. My boyfriend didn't want me to have one. And I let all these people's opinions dictate my decision. So I decided not to get a tattoo sleeve, regardless of how badly I wanted one, because I had these opinions looming looming over me. And I let those opinions translate into it being impossible for me to get a tattoo sleeve because it wasn't accepted. 
you might be thinking, well, that's obvious. Just say, forget everyone's opinions and do your own thing. Yeah, but it wasn't that obvious to me. This had become such a deep-rooted belief that I really didn't think I had the option. I really didn't think that's who I was, even though this was a recurring desire for me and a really, really strong one. I always shoved it down. Now, enough of that, I eventually came to the realization that yes, in order for me to be true to myself, that is how I wanted to express myself through my tattoos. And ever since that day, when I made that decision, that was so freeing. And yeah, I have since started it. I'm halfway through and I will finish it. And I do know that that is right for me. And once again, mom, I'm so sorry, but I love every single one. (laughs) And as strange as this is for me to talk about on the podcast, it really is the perfect example of how we limit ourselves and let other people limit us through our beliefs, through influence, and through us not questioning what's right for us and what's wrong for us. And again, with social media, this is becoming a bigger and bigger question because we need to ask ourselves on a very, very regular basis. It's another habit that we should really arm ourselves with. Is this actually something that you desire? Is this coming from you? Is this coming from your genuine self-expression? Or is this coming from an outside influence? I know so many times I've scrolled through Pinterest and I've thought, wow, that outfit looks great. That, that whatever, that haircut looks awesome. And I'm influenced by that. But it doesn't mean that because I like it on that person, it's going to be right for me. But sometimes it's a really, really difficult thing to tell, to tell the difference between the two. And that's why it's called influence, guys, because sometimes this is subconscious. So be really careful about taking something on that is an influence to you, but it's not part of your genuine self-expression. Learn to know the difference and you're the only one that can teach yourself that. I am planning to do an episode soon about curating your social media and curating what influences you. And I'm going to go a little bit deeper into this topic then. But for now, just be aware that there is a difference. Just because you like something in the outside world doesn't mean that is part of your true self-expression. You want to be authentically you and not 80% authentically you and 20% what influences you in the outside world. You want to be 100. And when it comes to bypassing fear or stepping through fear, I should say, because we, we can't get around it, one of the best tools that you can use is visiting your worst case scenario. So if you were to move forward and present this part of yourself that has been hidden, what is the worst thing that can happen? And keep it real. Don't imagine things that are very, very unlikely. Keep it based in reality. What is the worst thing that can happen if you were to bring out this side of you or this form of expression? How could that impact you and change your life? As soon as you look at the worst case scenario of any situation, then you've faced it. And facing it takes away some of its power. And it's at that point that you have everything drawn out in your mind. That's when you can look at it and say, okay, can I accept this or can I not? Is this worth it or is it not? I think in most cases it is worth it. And the only time it's not worth it is when you're not entirely being genuine with yourself. Because I think if this is an authentic form of self-expression, 
then it is always going to be worth it. And keep in mind that both your mind and your soul crave both the alignment and authentic expression, but also the polarization that comes from being yourself in amongst a world of people who are different from you. This is what your soul wants. This is what it is here to experience. So through asking yourself these things, you're getting familiar with your own responses, which can come in the form of resistance, fear, negative emotion, anger, resentment, and it's messy. This isn't a clean, beautiful, cut and dry thing that's presented in a box with a ribbon on it. It's, it's messy, guys. It's chaotic. And the better, the more, and the more you practice this, the better you're going to get at navigating that because you are working with your internal compass. And as long as you work with that, you're going to be able to navigate anything. But it does take practice. Don't be overwhelmed by that. It's fine. It's a lifelong process. Just integrate it into your life step by step by step, as with any mindset shift. As negative as inauthenticity can feel, Authenticity feels incredible. It can make you nervous, yes, but the exhilarated kind. It feels like excitement and exhilaration. So as long as you're feeling that, that's your mind and your body telling you, yes, go ahead. This is your authentic self wanting to come out. And as far as working through fear goes and stepping into your your life fully, this is the best advice that I can give. And this is from years of working through it myself. It is messy, it is scary, but it is so freaking worth it. So if you're holding yourself back in any way, then I invite you now to start moving, however slowly, towards minimizing these boundaries that you've set and breaking them down and just putting yourself out there. Yes, it makes you vulnerable. Yeah, it, that's terrifying. We're here to experience this life and ourselves fully. And we're here for a reason. We're different for a reason. No two people are meant to be alike. So remember that there is no other you. So you might as well be the best you that you can possibly be and be authentic. That's it for today's episode. That gives you a ton to chew on. I hope you enjoyed it. I'd love to hear feedback from you. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you took something from today's episode that you can use to live your best life. If you enjoy the podcast, I would be thrilled if you spread the love by sharing it on your Instagram stories or other social media platforms. I truly appreciate all of your support and I can't wait to connect with you. You can find me on Instagram at Kelowna Gal, where I also welcome topic requests for the podcast. Thank you again for listening and I'll talk to you in the next episode.